0: Previously on the Jay and Dan Podcast.
1: This week, because it's Masters week, former Masters champ Mike Weir. He's uh, 200 to 1 odds to
2: win the Masters <laughs> That's this it? Year. Yeah.
1: I thought it'd be like 2,000. He is 2,000 to 1. So you're
2: telling me there's a chance. How are Lindsay Lohan's tits? She's naked twice in it. But she was doing a lot of... At the time, maybe. Probably. It doesn't look like. Because she said face work done, right? Yeah, a lot of face work. She's 20.
3: Come here, cutie.
2: The people in that retractable awning commercial seem like if they invited me over, I'd punch them all in the face. They start cocktailing at 10 a.m. every day. <laughs> Come on, it'll be fun. That's fine. why they're out on the patio. Yeah, they're but like, I don't want to hang out
1: with them. They seem awful. Hey, all you f- T Mobile, you're got
2: this. You're- what? Uh, you, you're got. <laughs> <done>. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <God>. Sponsorship <laughs> cancel.
1: You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Hey! It's
0: it's it. it's
2: it's are back. we going? So Rose, are this we this going happen. for real? This is the podcast. Oh, it's the point We've begun. Okay. Yeah.
1: This is episode
2: 107? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
1: Hey, I'm Dan. He's Jay. And welcome. We were off for a week.
2: Yeah, it was a terrific week. Great to be off. Uh, we have uh John Jones and Ovin Saint Prue on the podcast today. Oh boy. Uh looking ahead to their big matchup. Uh of course OSP had to step in for our buddy Daniel Cormier, who's injured, which is really a bummer, man. I mean
1: first fight he's ever had to back out of. Oh
2: man, that sucks. But hey, well looking forward to that. Looking forward to the chatting to those guys. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. And here we go from Las Vegas. John Jones, Ovin St. Preux, fighting for the interim light heavyweight title this Saturday at UFC 197. Guys, thrilled that you you joined us, and just want to confirm one more time that neither of you are retiring before the fight.
3: Nope, nope, we're still here.
2: Okay, good to know. So OSP, very quickly, uh, people really clamoring for that uh, Cormier-Jones rematch. Uh, you step in. Why is why are you going to be a better opponent for John Jones than DC would have been?
3: Well, me personally, it's just, uh, you know, styles make fights. Uh, I got a different style, and, uh, you know, usually uh, um, I got an awkward style, and, you know, I'm just was presented with an opportunity that I took, and, uh, uh, you know, Joe, Dana, and all of them um, thought it was it, a good matchup, and um, I, was, I was in the same boat with them too.
1: John, uh, since we're on the subject of Daniel Cormier, you question in- The legitimacy of his injury, Uh, you ripped him on that. Uh, Is the hate still there? Because we know you guys don't like each other.
4: Yeah. You know, I'll say, you know, we're not going to like each other until um, I beat him the second time. You know, me and him are uh, number one and two ranked in the world. And, you know, the last time we faced off, it was fairly competitive. And, um, you know, just, just the energy that we have when we're around each other is It's strong. It's strong. I don't think it will subside until, you know, I I get this second victory over.
2: Uh, OSP, you you told TMZ Sports uh, that you would humbly accept Daniel Cormier's offer to join your camp as a guest trainer. Have you accepted that offer? And has he worked with you?
3: Um, I told him I accepted. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, with my camp, I think I I told him, you know, we got everything situated on this end. So, you know, um, accepted. But, you know, we're good.
1: Now fans love the conflict surrounding uh, John Jones and Daniel Cormier. Why should fans buy this fight? Because because that hatred is not there. What are they going to get that they wouldn't see in the other fight?
3: You know, just different. A lot of times with me, you don't know what to expect. So, and uh, I'm you know I always try to please the crowd, and uh, um, that's what I do. uh, That's what I do, and that's what I'm going to do.
1: So, John, did you have to change your training because of this? Because of the uh, unorthodox, not unorthodox, unorthodox style? <laughs> Why can't I say unorthodox? <laughs> I did,
4: I did, I did, I did. Unorthodox. Yeah, there uh, we go.
1: Yes. Thank you. And I'm a yeah, professional broadcaster.
4: <laughs> uh, listen, no, no, don't you put that voodoo on me. I'm a fighter. Um, yeah, I've trained my my training up tremendously. You know, from the first day, I found out I was going to be fighting Ovens. Me and my, my coaching staff, we all got together. We had a, a pretty long study session. We started taking notes, and, and we've been taking notes ever since, you know. And, uh, you know, we have a struggle fight doctrine. You know, we have strong beliefs. Um, and we have, we have a lot of great tactics that we believe is go- we're going to be able to execute clean in this fight. Uh, we're really confident and, and uh, winning programs. So we believe in ourselves, and, and uh, we're excited to go out there and show what we're capable of.
2: John, is there something? Uh, is there any hatred at all for OSP and, and OSP? Is there any hatred for John? I mean, I mean, is there is there some animosity here, guys?
4: No, absolutely not. I have no hatred for OSP. I, I uh, I've I've done a lot of research and studying of his character and watched you know lots of documentaries and things about him and things like that. And I got nothing bad to say about him. He seems like a really great guy. Hopefully, after this fight, we can we can uh, have a, a respectful relationship. And uh, no, you know, you know, for me, it's, it's surely competition. And, and, you know, Ovens is one of the top-ranked fighters of the world, so it's going to be a great competition without the hate. Yeah, that,
3: that's no, tough to I was saying, to saying figure definitely no hatred on my part.
4: I think it's a common misconception that us fighters are angry and, and you know, really violent and, and confrontational and things like that. The reality is, you know, a lot of us guys, are we're martial artists. We, you know, we have families at home, loved ones, uh, friends uh you know we're 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 high level athletes and and competitors and uh you know you know hatred's not needed
3: well
1: OSB, that's why people can't wrap their heads around it because if i'm going in to my job to punch someone i have to not like that person to punch them
3: i mean me personally like i said for me it's a job i don't i don't have to you know, hate you in order to to be a better fighter. With me, anyways, if I'm hating you, that means I'm not seeing the fight the way I need to sit anyways. You know, when you start having anger involved in it, you start getting tense. You know, your body start acting up, and your breathing practice start changing. And so, with me, I just go in there, it's the a job. At the end of the day, you know, I'm gonna you know fight my butt off, and that um whatever happens happens. I'm gonna shake your hand at the at the end of the night and tell you good job.
2: Well, OSP, you you said it best. The fight is the job, and John, you said it too. But you guys are here to promote the fight. And Thursday, Conor McGregor, unretired in a Facebook post, he said, "I'm I want to fight. I'm not paid to promote my fights, and he feels he should be." Let's start with you, John. Do you agree with his stance against the UFC?
4: You know, it's it's hard to it's hard to criticize Conor McGregor for his his recent statements. You know, Conor McGregor, Ronda Rousey, these guys. Um, they really carry the, the UFC on their backs and they do a tremendous amount of media. A lot more than, than the average fighter. Um, a lot more than myself. Um, so, I can't really sit here and knock him for having uh, emotions towards uh, the media. Um, and, and he's been extremely active, so you take you take what you know, a normal fighter has done and you time that by two or three, you know, even four. You know? so, so, he's been a really busy guy and, and I'm sure he really wants to just focus on this rematch. Focus on his training and not have to do the media. Um, on the other hand, you know, a lot of us fighters are making millions of dollars to fight, and uh, there's really, you know, you know, a media day. That's that's one day out of the week you got to sit there and talk to some reporters, and, and, and in exchange you get to fight in front of the world and make millions of dollars, uh, where other people have to go to work nine to five every single day. So, so you know, i see i see you know i see both sides of the argument
1: osp your thoughts on all this
3: i mean it's pretty much the same thing yeah i do see both sides of the arguments and stuff but you know as fighters and stuff we have uh obligations and uh that's to promote the fight and uh connor's really good at what he does you know everybody knows that and me uh i if i was in this situation probably a little different you know i'll just sit back relax and say what i need to say and you know keep it going but you know he's really good at what he does i enjoy listening to him
2: john osp has said that because this fight is for an interim title there's more pressure on you is he right about that john
4: no absolutely not you know i don't feel any added pressure fighting for any type of title you know i fought for my first world title when i was only 23 years old 28 now so uh this is a very comfortable and familiar place this is this is the majority of my career has been world championship fights So I'm I'm in my comfort zone for sure.
1: OSB John Jones said he would step into UFC 200, replaced McGregor in the main event. Now, do you take offense to him already planning for his next fight?
4: Look at you, troublemaker.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't take offense.
2: We're trying, guys. We're trying.
3: I, (laughs) (laughs) I don't take offense to that at all. I mean, at the same time, everybody got their own... You know, mindset about things, you know. Uh, me, uh, personally, on the 23rd, I'll have my hand raised at the end of the night. You know, his mindset is he'll have his hand raised at the end of the night. And at times, you sometimes you can't help to, you know, look towards uh, the future and stuff. So, you know, that's just basically his saying, and I have mine. So, just, you know, I'm just going to keep it at that.
2: Uh, OSP, how much advantage do you have over John? You fought three times since John's last fight. How much of an advantage is that for you?
3: Um might play a fight advantage but you know it doesn't really make a difference you know um, a lot of people know um, you know there's that time when you, you get up under the lights and you shine so you know I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just here to do my job which is put on a fight and that's what I'm going to do.
4: Now John how are you going to finish this fight and when? You know it's hard to say how, how, uh, how the fight will be finished I believe it's going to be uh, extremely competitive um, especially at first um, but I believe that, you know, after a while, I'll start to figure out what, what he's presenting, his timing, his speed, you know, what he's capable of. And, and I'll start to go to work. I mean, that's the way it always happens. You know, round one, round two uh, is when people do the best against me. And after a while, you know, I start to figure out what's happening. And, uh, and then my playbook really starts to open up. So, so I, I believe I will finish this fight. That's my goal. And um, how? I, I don't know. I don't know what round. I don't know how, but I believe it's going to happen.
2: John, uh, before I let you go, uh, in light of Ronda Rousey stepping away and Connor's recent issues, uh, you're back now in the octagon. Do you see this as a chance to reclaim your spot on the top of the sport, uh, kind of have the sport to yourself, to claim it for your own?
4: You know, honestly, uh, my mindset isn't uh, to compete with uh, other people for star power. You know, I believe that there's enough space in the sky for many stars. I believe that, you know, Rhonda uh, is an inspiration to the girls around the world. Uh, Conor McGregor is an inspiration to people of Ireland and, and people from all around the world. And, and myself, you know, we all reach different demographics and we all have our own fan bases for different reasons. Um, so, you know, so I, I support these guys and uh, I'm a fan of these guys and, you know, I respect their work. I see their value. In the sport, and um, I believe we're all great, and so you know, I'm just grateful to be back, and, and uh, I'm excited to see these guys fight again as well.
1: Hey guys, just so you know, I will be at the fight, so if you need anyone in your entourage to, to enter the octagon to carry a water bottle or something, I'll be there. So, or can you wave at least? Just wave to me?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Easy, no
3: problem. Make sure you introduce yourself.
1: Yes, perfect. Thanks, guys. Best of luck.
3: No problem. Thank you.
2: You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. And uh, who's on the Canadian Wall of Fame uh, this week, Dan? It's Lennox from Riley Hopkinson. Riley.
1: Lennox, quite an. He never lost that British accent.
2: No. No. Still has it. After. And then he sort of deserted us uh, throughout his professional career. He he fought for us at the Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. And then in the, his professional career, he's like, ah, f*** you guys. And I'm going to adopt a British accent. Much as, did you guys see this Johnny Depp and his third wife, Amber Heard?
1: I saw the video. I never watched
2: it. Okay, so it's like an apo- this apology yeah. about bringing, trying to bring a dog into the country that she was wasn't supposed to bring in. It's like. Someone described it as performance art. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Does he have an accent in this it? it? This is oh, it. He's been filming Pirates of the Caribbean 12, Return <laughs> of the Scurvy, uh, somewhere in like Perth or something. And so he's clearly been there for like, you know, three months. But like your college buddy who goes to bartend in Brisbane for like three months and comes back with this accent, and you're like, guy, you got to lose that. That's what how he talks in this. It's amazing. It's great. Maybe, maybe Ben, you could drop it in right
5: here. Australia is a wonderful island with a treasure trove of unique plants, animals, and people. It has to be protected. Australia is free of many pests and diseases that are commonplace around the world. That is why Australia has to have such strong biosecurity laws. And Australians are just as unique, both warm and direct. When you disrespect Australian law, they will tell you firmly. I'm truly sorry that Pistol and Boo were not declared. Protecting Australia is important. Declare everything when you enter Australia. Perfect. great. Well, how
2: hilarious was that? <laughs> uh, Ben's, uh,
1: Ben's doing the drops because uh,
2: Pat didn't show up today. Yeah, no Pat today. He was out at uh, Coachella over the weekend uh, doing various things. Uh, You're going to be there this in... weekend? Yeah, going to be there. Nice. Uh, uh, I can't wait. I'm so fired up about it. And Jim, I mean, you haven't said no.
5: I haven't said no.
2: Man, how cool would it be if we could hang out? You, me, Slash, Duff, Axel sitting down because he (laughs) broke his foot.
1: (laughs) How did he break the foot again?
2: At the Troubadour show. At the Troubadour
5: show, yeah. Hmm.
2: Going too wild. He's got to calm down.
5: Yeah, he he did that on the uh, Illusions tour too. He broke his foot, so he's just like David Grohl now.
2: He borrowed Dave Grohl's uh, rig. Yeah, the <laughs> really. Drone yeah, drone
5: thing. Yeah, he That's actually hilarious. has he has yeah. Grohl's
2: rig. Yeah, uh, and uh, so yeah. Now, did you hear anything about their set, Jim, or anything like that? Uh, about Guns set at the Coachella last weekend.
5: Uh, I, I heard there was some some mixed reviews. Um, Overall, the reviews that I read were were pretty good. You know, they were for sure one of the highlights of the thing. But, um, you know, there was people that were like saying, hey, you know, it wasn't quite as... They didn't have that dangerous X factor of back in the the day when they were all... (laughs) Up on drugs, yeah, on the sunset
1: strip. What the, yeah, why?
0: (laughs) Okay, let me. I had my iTunes on, but not the volume, so I played a drop. And then Kanye West came, (laughs) that was good, man.
2: Well, Kanye West did make a surprise appearance, did he? He did, yeah, Yeah. at some point, not in the guns set, but
5: at some point, he did. But, um, Angus Young. Angus Young made came a on surprise, stage with them, yeah.
2: And and Axel sang a couple tracks yep, with them, and so, and they confirmed on stage that Axel is going
5: to be He's the new gonna, lead singer. Yeah, for AC/DC. Yeah.
1: Now, the current lead singer of ACDC, the former one, Brian, why why, Brian did he, Johnson, why did he why did he get kicked out?
2: He he lost his hearing. Yeah,
1: um, but I heard that the band made that up, and it's not the truth.
5: Oh, I don't oh know. really? I didn't. I, did I didn't hear that. <laughs> 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 okay, no, Stop. That was, okay. That no, was no. Good. that was amazing. That was so, perfect. so
2: Ben, you have to explain what's going on there.
0: <laughs> so my computer is plugged in with the audio, but I don't know how to turn off everything else. <laughs> Holy <laughs> sh! Like never, never did I think what Pat was doing. <laughs>
2: Was nuanced, Pat. We miss you. Yeah, yeah. we oh. miss you, Pat. But yep. I kind of, I still like this better. I like yeah. this better. But you got to
1: sit. You got to get into Pat's mode. So not smile. <laughs> look like <laughs> you're in hell. <laughs>
2: walk, walk in after driving through traffic,
5: feverishly angry. Uh, Pat, uh, hopefully he will be back next week. Hey, we've got uh, a couple is, of is big. Is Pat announcements. alive? Can I ask you a question? How but, can he be angry at anything? It seems like he's got like the greatest life. Yeah, he goes to the beach. He snaps pictures of the sunset, then the next thing you know he's at the Super Bowl. He's at Coachella. He's yeah. at all these events. Thank you. Thank right? you. Jim. Exactly. exactly. And it's like I don't know, this Fox fly him out to Coachella yes. yeah, so private jet. Tweet pictures Rupert of Fox like, jet. Look, Rupert. Look at this f-ing Ferris wheel. I'm on acid and it's f-ing amazing. Wow. Can you see the sunset through the Ferris wheel? Holy LCD sound system is f-ing me up right now. And I Whoa.
1: can't and I won't be at work on Tuesday. By the way. <laughs>
2: log on to Foxsports.com for more.
5: <laughs> hey, I don't know.
2: You, you nailed it, Jim. Yep. You nailed it. This is Pat's life, and still he comes in was extremely sad.
1: Okay, so a couple big announcements. <laughs> I can't figure
2: it out! I can't figure it out. First up, we have a new sponsor. Two of them. This is exciting, Dan. Yay. All right. Rich is very excited. Rich is very excited.
1: Mother's Day is May 8th. I know, sneaks up on you every single year. But look, you've still got enough time to order, Mom, the best flowers of her life from books.com. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com.
2: Books flowers are, in a word, gorgeous. Books flowers are grown at eco-friendly farms on the side of a volcano. Seriously, a volcano. Blooms are larger, colors more vibrant. It's a better soil and more sun at a lofty 10,000 feet thing. Order from Books.com today because if you wait till the last second, you get second rate flowers. Your mom knows second rate flowers. They're the crappy ones that come from a massive online outlet or the limp ones snuggled <laughs> next to green onions at the grocery store. Gorgeous flowers from the Books really do say, Thanks, Mom, for all you do. So, for. what's all this gorgeousness cost? Not much.
1: Books prices start at a mere 40 bucks. No upcharges. Don't know what that is. No extra fees. Even delivery is absolutely free when you register with the books. Listers of our show save 20% off the bouquet of your choice. Just go to books.com and enter promo code J. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? I meant to have Jay read that part. <laughs> That's Books. B O U Q S <laughs> dot com promo code J Books dot com promo code J. So thanks uh Books for coming on board. Uh, okay.
2: Thanks. I have a,
1: a major announcement.
2: Oh, this is exciting. You're Canadian. Uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh got a text out of the blue from my brother Vince.
2: Oh, Vince, yeah. Oh who's on the phone? So- Gonna, oh, that's Jim. Um, turn that it's right. This, right. <laughs> this is the All Ringers edition of the pod.
1: So, Ugh. from Vince O'Toole. <laughs> so, accident. Big City Ken is a guy work with neighbor.
2: What?
1: Yes. We have a Big City Ken
2: possible interview.
1: My brother's trying to get an invite to his friend's house, and then he's going to go to the neighbor's
2: house (laughs) and and talk to him. Now, the best, though, would be if Vince interviewed him. He's going to. Yeah. And then
1: he says he he can't confirm. He says, I'll know as soon as I hear his voice. But he says he's pretty certain it's him.
2: Oh, that would be incredible. So finally, now we have what we've always dreamed of, a foreign correspondent. <laughs>
1: Big City Ken, for those <laughs> new to the podcast, he uh, he called our friend's bar in my hometown of Peterborough, Ontario, Spanky's, and he left about 20 messages. He's the guy who said, welcome to the hiccups and uh, health Canada, here I come. And we've been looking for him long. Actually, we haven't looked for him once, but we found him.
2: Now, I thought that it, we did find him once or something. Someone the said voice. they knew
1: where he was from. So, uh,
2: <laughs> and then we didn't, that, <laughs> we didn't follow as up. As is, that. that's very apropos for us. We did not follow up with that information at no. all. But now, Vince, that's great. I think it would be actually better if Vince just interviewed him one on one a la, uh, like, like, uh, Keith Morrison from Dateline. <laughs> <NBC>. <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh, uh, and you're
1: you're fresh off a wild trip.
2: Uh, it was crazy. Uh, I went to uh, Maui. Wow. With my uh, <sighs> wife, baby, and parents. It was
1: wild. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It was nuts. Well, what's there's that Jay ba- Onright and his hey, wife. Once that out baby the- goes to sleep, it's oh, it it's crazy. Then we had another glass of red wine and all went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. And uh, I have to say, sh- first of all, Maui, the best. I love it so much. And shout out to, in the first hour, I the first thing we did, we went to the grocery store to gr- get some supplies. And I saw a bunch of pineapple, took a picture, sent it to yeah. you. And... Within th- within an hour, I was recognized three times by three different Canadian couples. So shout out to all the Canadians. So many Western Canadians go to Maui. Recognized a lot. Miss you guys. They kept saying, "Miss you guys so much." Uh, simple uh, solution: send a tweet to uh, TSN or Sportsnet. Say, "Hey, we want this new Fox Sports live show with Jay and Dan." On. Have
0: you seen all the tweets that well, are coming in People have been in? sending yeah, a people lot have since been. the last podcast. It's been. It's, every day.
2: We appreciate it, folks. We just want we want to be on television in Canada again so you can see this new show because we're really happy with it. Really proud. Of you. Uh,
1: well, you went to Hawaii, as we mentioned on the last podcast we did. I went to the Hawaii of Canada,
2: Oshawa. Yeah, Oshawa. Oshawa, Ontario. Known for its uh, its its 25 <laughs> degrees Celsius every day. Here's the
1: thing. It snowed the first two days I was there. By the time I left, it was 25, 26. What? That's Canada. Yeah. That in a nutshell.
2: Uh, what did you do in Oshawa?
1: Uh, I was... Uh, I was stay-at-home dad, brought the kids to school, come home, nap for a couple hours.
2: AKA oh, masturbate. Nice.
1: I wanna <laughs> be a <stay-at-home laughs> I wanna to be a stay-at-home dad. It's great.
2: Um pick picked up garbage. <laughs> that was the I wanna be a stay-at-home dad. Pick up garbage. <laughs> We found. Let's pick up other people's garbage. Found
1: some beaver dams. <laughs> got some bikes. But I did see a replay of the Junos, and they were um, they were honoring Burton Cummings.
2: Oh, very nice. Oh,
1: it makes you appreciate it. Nickelback was presenting the award to him. Mm. Chad Kruger's had some work done.
2: <laughs> he's had some work done. Well, he's single again. He's got to get out there, and he's got to look but his best.
1: Burton was, like, almost in tears. He was, like, that moved by uh, the uh, the award. and recognition. It was like a Lifetime Achievement Award.
2: Okay, now why it's taken so long for him to get that, I, I can't understand, but that's well-deserved. And can I just direct you, and Jim especially, I know you'd love this. You've got to follow Burton Cummings on Facebook, and this may sound strange, or follow him on Twitter, and he links to his Facebook stuff. He late at night, maybe he's had a few drinks or whatever, will write stories of things that have actually happened to him. Like driving Jim Morrison home from a party uh, in the Hollywood gosh. Hills. Crazy, crazy, amazing stories that he should not be sharing on Facebook. He should be putting into a book and selling, but can't recommend it enough. He just He's a great storyteller.
1: So, got to see him. That made me feel very nostalgic. Uh, watched Bob Cole. Well, listen to Bob Cole. He was calling the Wings game. Unreal. It's still to this day, Bob Cole just gives me chills. Is listening. Bob
2: on the CBC? Is He He was doing the CBC.
1: And did, did you see Chris Cuthbert tweeted yes. out a picture of him and Bob? He said the first time they've ever called a game in the same rink.
2: And I guess when I saw that, I was like, really? But I guess it makes sense because all those years there at CBC together, they would obviously have been doing different games. And yeah. But I guess I, I'm just somewhat surprised that at some point it didn't happen. But, yeah, crazy. And, the
1: best. and Blue Jay Fever everywhere you go. Blue Jays hats. I've never seen that for 20
2: years. I'm glad you brought that up. So in Maui, you know, you're on the beach and, you know, my dad would be like, there's another Blue Jays hat. There's another. So, I mean, we went two years ago. No Blue Jays hats. This time, everybody's on the bandwagon. That's great.
1: And uh, the uh, the minor baseball uh, enrollment through the roof.
2: Did, notice she didn't respond to, I sent you a picture. I had uh, pineapple pancakes one day. It seems wow. like I combined your two favorite foods together. Notice she didn't respond to that. Uh, disappointed. Uh, any reason? Uh, no, didn't like it.
1: Who puts <laughs> pineapple on pancakes?
2: In and on. Ugh. Wow.
1: spice a spicy meatball.
2: It was good. Oh, boy. Disgusting. Fresh pineapple right from Hawaii. Mixed it in with a <sighs> batter. Put it on a griddle, flip it over, and put some hot syrup on it. Mm. And
1: you'll like this on the flight back. Watch the Star Wars.
2: And loved it. Yeah, it was awesome. I agree. It was awesome. It was so there was I was uh, laughing, I was crying. Yeah, it was tense, right? Yeah. And how was the? How about the casting? Perfect. Everyone was cast perfectly.
1: Yeah. Harrison Ford was
2: awesome. Yeah, he was great. Even and the, Cheba- Chewbacca stole the show. Shuby. He was like, every time he was in a scene, he was making a joke. What does Chewbacca's penis look like? Is it furry? Or does he even have one? He has to. Uh, Wookiees have to mate, don't they? They A little baby Wookiee doesn't just show up. You got to bang a female (laughs) Wookiee. And then after nine months of pregnancy, that Wookiee gives birth in a Wookiee hospital. Forget
1: sex, buddy. So is it furry?
2: Do Do you slick down the fur? Do you... Do you, uh, do you comb it? No, it's it? probably Coal like a penis. horse.
1: <laughs> probably like a horse. It just comes
2: out. Yeah, so just bear no f- fur on it. No, you can't have fur. It's just it. massive, right? It, just like a huge that, Like a horse That bar <laughs> they go into,
1: is it the same bar from the other Star Wars?
2: No, different bar. Different bar? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, so bar. not the one where Jabba the Hutt was sitting. No. Hmm. But there was a Jabba the Hutt. Different
2: planet. They were on a different planet. That's they weren't right. on Tatooine. The, you should, At the beginning, they were on Tatooine when she was, like, scavenging and all that. She'd
1: come with a manual so I can follow along with these things.
2: Well, most people could figure that out. <laughs> Tatooine was a desert. And then the the second bar, the bar was, like, there was lush and green.
1: I love the uh, guy who... Uh who owned the scrap metal thing.
2: He was great. Yeah, he was good. He wasn't, hey, he wasn't giving you any deals. No. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. So, uh, saw Vacation, the Vacation remake.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We discussed this with Peter Schrager on the last podcast.
2: Okay. I finally
5: watched the whole thing.
2: That should have won Best Picture.
5: <laughs> it was good. It I, was I watched so it. funny. what Schrag said, right? Yeah, he man, loved it. Yeah, so funny. I haven't seen it.
2: It's good. I but I, I, I don't understand how critics could, and by the way, like the cameos, uh, Charlie Day, Tim Heidecker yep. in it. Like, what, what did critics, I don't get it. What did they not like?
1: And the, uh, the other one, the Seth Rogen Night Before, classic, instant classic.
2: Never saw that.
1: But if you like that, you Does like he this laugh one. in it? No, he doesn't laugh once. I know you don't like his laugh.
2: All right. Okay, I'll give it a try. Oh, and then I watched uh, The Big Short. Awesome. Yep. Loved it. Great movie. Terrific Great. Yeah, film. Yeah, it's a good movie, yeah. Oh, my God. That's been the movie reviews.
5: <laughs> Thanks for listening. I think I watched that this past weekend, too. You think? it was a weekend I liked before? it way more oh, okay. than I thought. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I
0: saw it. Would you have given The Big Short best picture?
2: I didn't see Spotlight. Uh, Spotlight, unreal. I didn't see it so I can't say for sure I watched Spotlight
5: I watched uh, Black Mass How was that? It it was good I thought Black Mass was overrated Yeah, I I agree but I still liked it I mean, being from Boston I could relate to a lot of it And then
2: in the end he ends up hiding in Santa Monica Yeah,
5: exactly
2: (laughs) He was apparently there for like Fifteen years, or yeah,
5: a long time. Yeah. Apparently,
2: he went to the farmers market all the time, like I do. I would have just been standing by a murder. But it would have it's, been great. It's so crazy
5: how the FBI was protecting that guy with yeah. all the stuff that was going on. It's crazy. Yeah, Johnny Depp, no uh, accent. Oh, actually, he had
1: an accent, but not an English accent in that one.
2: Yeah, he was. Yeah. He's a man of many voices. <laughs> Not all of them good.
1: <laughs> and he
5: looked a lot different than uh, your typical Jack Sparrow.
2: Did he have uh, he had the ball the yeah, bald he was, cap they
5: had the balding thing going
2: on? Yeah, Johnny Depp. Yeah. His uh yeah. his wife Amber Heard is very attractive, but yes. hey, it's his third got- wife? I thought so. Or is it second? No, maybe it's just second. You know what he was engaged to Winona Ryder but then didn't marry her, so oh, that's something. Right. Yeah,
0: she's Hey got- Winona, where are you? What she are you got doing? into the thievery. It's a second <laughs> it's second. <laughs> Lori Allison. Was first right? No,
2: wait a minute! Wow, he was married to another one in between. That was he? Of uh, the French actress, yes, Paradis, Vanessa, ben, Paradis. Vanessa per, per, per Paradis. Paradis, maybe it's Paradis. Paradis. Yeah. He was living in France forever, just like Tools. He's going to be someday. <sighs> All their does he still
5: have a house over there? He's got to. It's
2: got. Why to. would if you had a house in France, you don't give it up? No. Really.
1: Uh, should we touch our bags? <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh it's good to be back
1: yeah, it's good we gotta this is kind of like a housekeeping um we, podcast. I want
2: to tear through all of these can we do it well there's a million all right let's this do one's it.
1: from chris hansen and is, isn't he the guy too that catches all the uh
2: all the, the creeps yes that's so where that's is, why pat's not with us this week this is from chris, chris hansen
1: <laughs> i know it's not quite my place to ask but i really liked mike on the pod and i'm wondering why he was fired I won't expect a reply, but I just wanted to say I love the show and will keep watching despite the lack of Mike. But if Jim gets pushed out of the podcast, I'm out. Me too. Much love. Your Sarnia, Ontario, almost loyal fan. Home of the sting. Sarnia. What a place. Um, Mike, we didn't fire him. He got laid off. Yeah. It, it was, was not, not our fault.
2: Like every single uh, network in this industry right now, there have been layoffs over the past two years. And Mike, unfortunately, was just part of that whole process so yeah had nothing to do with his abilities so So
1: long my time it is up i mean sure mike's Uh,
2: abilities were less than average
1: (laughs) 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 but we said hey we need
2: him. yeah we 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 are very sad about that but uh we're we're gonna try to get together with mike soon
5: yeah uh, i I might see him tonight what oh yeah. yeah, yeah Whoa! What's happening at Hoover's Hootin' Annie? Oh, that was something. My little something I tweeted out yesterday. You know, my buddy Hoover. Yeah, yeah. Works with all the bands. He's uh, got a little soiree happening at Skinny's in North Hollywood. By erections every tonight. Tonight. Whoa, Tools, are you gonna go? I think I might have to. Whoa, here we it's go. Really good. Uh, um... A bunch of different bands are playing. Uh, Jorge Calderon is playing. He was in a uh, band with David Lindley, one of the original a- El Rayo X guys. He was also former point guard for the Raptors. And <laughs> uh, yes, uh, he's the guy who produced uh, Warren Zevon's uh, "The Wind." Oh, cool! And he played in Jackson Brown's band for a long time. Oh. A, lo- a lot of different people. Uh, and fellow Canadian um, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Mike Botticello. Mike Botticello. He'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, he played with Leonard Cohen a lot. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. He's, Wait, he's really, do we a have Leonard Cohen play. on the wall? No. I don't think so. we got to get Cohen Leonard
2: Cohen not. on the wall.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's responsible for half the population in Canada.
2: Yeah, for the sexing? Yes. Just yeah.
1: You go to a Leonard Cohen concert, you put an album on, it's sex time. Forget yeah. sex, Wait, buddy. you don't
2: put an album on at a concert. You go to the concert or, no, or, I, or you put an album on. Either way, you're just gonna be pounding away at your woman or man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then it doesn't produce a
5: child unless yeah. you
1: adopt. I don't know. Just, I did a song with at him
5: uh, with uh, was not was. <laughs> oh yeah. Eleven miles per hour. Yeah. Oh man! But that... Kennedy getting killed. I I love uh, I love Leonard Cohen. Let's yeah. put him up maybe I did, next week. I, I, I Done. did some stuff okay. with Don for his record too for yeah. Leonard's record. Yeah.
1: But people also requested that picture of Bob Cole and Chris Cuthbert on the wall, which we got to put up there.
5: Yeah,
2: that's actually a good idea. Because is can Bob we, on the wall? We already? need
0: Bob on the podcast. Oh,
2: is but is he on the wall? No, no. Okay, so Bob and Chris going in that together. picture.
0: I have one picture of them together. You want? Yeah, they yeah, tweeted it. Out. They tweeted it. I I retweeted it so we can grab
1: I'll that. Off it. <laughs> I don't I don't tweet a lot. You're <laughs> right. You I,
2: I don't tweet a lot. Uh, okay, this one's from Alistair. Uh Hey, Jay and Dan, I guess. <laughs> I was watching the Whitecaps game this evening in Vancouver and noticed Perry Solkowski back on the sideline reporting for TSN. Brought me back to everything. Oh, to you chanting, bring back Perry on CTV. I did that uh, back in November on my book tour. As a journalist major from BC, I appreciate how much you boast about Canadian talent. You guys make Canada proud. We appreciate how kindly you speak of the talent back home. Cheers, boys. Oh, love the new show. And for the record, I loved the full interview idea, Jay. Well, that was one guy.
1: Hey, this pro- podcast is brought to you by Wix.com. Is another sponsor. That's Yay. awesome. Incredible. All right. This is uh, incredible. A great business needs a stunning website, and with Wix.com, you can do it all by yourself. Wix.com makes it easy to look amazing online no matter what type of business you're in. Show off your images in a beautiful gallery. Grow your contact list and get all your social media in one place just the way you want. Your customers are going to love it. So what are you waiting for? Show the world what you can do. Go to Wix.com, create your stunning website today. It's easy and free. That's probably what? where Pat is this week. It's he's free? How Stunny are they making West? any money if it's <laughs> yeah. free? That's no, that, a
5: web page.
2: But that's what Pat's doing. He's creating, finally, he's creating Patty <laughs> Adventures.com, So he can have all of his adventures in one spot.
1: patinthesun.com. I bet you it's not taken.
2: It's taken now. It just got taken. On right Wix. on Facebook Live. On Wix.com. Hey, hey, Facebook Live. Good to have you on board. If uh, if you didn't know, we are on Facebook Live
0: live, recording the podcast live. J and Dan, at J and Dan. Find us. Find us. <laughs> <laughs> but they've already found us if they're <laughs> watching it. Maybe not on Instagram and Twitter.
2: This is from Rob McCaskill. Hey, bud, just catching up on the podcast, was watching the Pete Rose edition, and the man, what stories. I could listen to that guy all day long. You absolutely have to have that guy back on. Well, now that MLB Around is back on FS1, I'm sure Pete will be stopping by. I don't
1: think he's here till the All
2: Star game. He's not. He's his signing autographs in the Vegas. first one is really? the All Star game. Wow. Well, he's well. right
1: in a restaurant. He's back in the kitchen cooking up bread. Yeah.
2: He's making wings, tossing wings in his sauce. His special. The Pete, Pete Rose, Rose sauce. restaurant in Vegas. Visit it today. It's right across from the Aria. Right That's in a spice of meatball. He's awesome. Oh, he was great. Awesome. He was great on the bed. I loved him. Here's uh, Ryan Lancaster. Hey guys, I just heard on the pod how Toolsy got invited to a club with his neighbors and Jay mentioned that Canadians wouldn't invite strangers out with them. This past fall, a couple of friends and I were hitting the town of Toronto and overheard a few Aussies trying to figure out where to go. We quickly took them under our wing and took them to a few Toronto bars. We ended the night by taking them to everyone's favorite gentleman's club the brass rail where they were immediately ejected for being too drunk <laughs> <laughs> yes. anyways, awesome pod boys Cheers Ryan Lancaster That's good I like that.
1: Um, I have something to play I want to get your opinions on this Ooh. so Norm, one of the our writers on our show I said yeah I always I always like falling asleep the TV or something goes, oh I have a great sleep podcast you should listen to Oh sleep sleep sellers? Um, so I, uh, I downloaded this and, uh, you tell me if you could ever fall. This is a real podcast that I found. Tell me if you could ever fall asleep to this. Okay. Okay. Just give this a listen.
2: Okay. Yeah. It's up by it. not laughing that I, I finally was making a stand and, and then with that quote, it's like, oh gosh, even when you're silent you're allowing inappropriate things to perpetuate <laughs> so it's something i i struggle with because
1: <laughs> this guy is using a sleep podcast as his own personal
2: i love it psychiatrist i love it that when you speak up others you know they're not going to like you <laughs> how could you ever sleep and to this if you speak up then people are gonna challenge you, and they're gonna want to argue, and maybe you don't. All right, I don't want to argue. <laughs> this guy's breaking down oh, mentally. Sure. Yeah, this is enough. like this is like uh, Colonel Kurtz in Apocalypse Now. It was
1: the creep. I had to get up and watch TV for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It, I've never been so creeped <coughs> up in my life. You had
2: to masturbate again. <laughs>
5: I'd just leave earbuds in all day
2: long. <laughs> just walk and listen, around. Listen just to walk him. Yeah, how 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 would your demeanor, your personality change if you just had that in your ear all day long? Someone
1: whispering and you can hear like like the moisture in his mouth
2: and yeah. it's just Oh moisture mouth hotel over there.
1: <laughs> hey moist mouth, are you taping another podcast? Yes, I'm doing it right now.
2: Uh, should we uh, do six degrees? Yes, we got to do six, six degrees. Six degrees. Here it is. No. Here's the drop. Okay. And?
0: Here's the drop.
2: Here's the drop. Okay. Ah. Mm, drop? Uh, actually, we have a, a touch our bag slash slash six degrees here. This is from uh, Scotty. It's a question for you, Jim. First of all, he says, looking forward when you ditch those Canadian dopes. Ooh. And Ouch. start your own potty with sexy Mike. That's actually not a bad idea. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is a good question, though. When you're producing a record, how many different takes of what you were splicing together make that song? I assume on Sweet Child of Mine, it isn't just a one take guitar session that you use. Would you splice in the best chorus version with the best verse version and the guitar licks to complete the song? Would you do this for each instrument? I have no prior experience in record producing, obviously. And if you don't want to throw GNR under the bus, maybe you could speak in general terms. That's a good question. A good
5: question. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So uh, that's from
2: Scotty. Scotty asked that question.
5: Okay, Scotty. Uh, speaking in general terms. Yeah. Um, a lot of times you. Um, you know, you're trying to go for one complete take of, let's say, the whole band tracking live, right? Right. Uh, a lot of times the guitar player and the singer or maybe keyboard player, maybe everybody, usually it's maybe like the lead guitar player and the singer are laying down scratch ideas, right? So they're playing along and they're playing a solo, but they don't expect that to be the keeper solo, And the singer might just be putting down ideas because they don't even have all the lyrics completely finished yet. And uh, the band will go through. Maybe you track it once. Maybe you track it five or six times. And you may take the intro and the first verse from one take and cut in the first chorus from another take. And then maybe even cut the second verse and the whole rest of the song from a third take and you literally when you're recording to tape you would actually splice the tape together is it when you listen
2: back usually or is it as they're performing you're like you know what this is gonna be the tape is it usually
5: Uh, uh, usually everybody feels it when it feels great you know and not all the time are you cutting you know a verse or whatever sometimes it just might be the very intro of the song and then the rest of the song was great, but something magical happened on that other intro. And it might've been a mistake that somebody did that they'll never recreate that they'll go, wow, man, that was awesome. Whatever happened there, let's keep that. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you may, uh, once you get your songs together, say 10, 15 songs, you may then go back re-record vocals add background vocals maybe add some percussion tambourine or whatever and also sometimes the guitar players uh might may fix their parts so let's say a guy the whole take feels great but in the second verse he went to the wrong chord well you just go back and punch in and just replace the one chord. You don't have to redo the whole thing. The whole thing right? You just fix the one chord. So how many
1: times in your career has a band played a song in a recording studio where you took everything from that and that made it to an album? Could you count that on like one live hand? Take.
5: Um like everything, every instrument, everything, every, every instrument, every vocal. Uh that's gotta
1: be extremely rare. it,
5: it is very rare. Um I can name a a song that I did, actually, with the Black Crows, That Is That. And it is a phenomenal song. I recommend everybody go get it and listen to it. That Is That Is... It's It's a song called Feathers. Oh, I thought it was called That Is That. Uh, No, it's called Feathers, and we did it for Amorica.
2: It's on Amorica.
5: And uh, it's the (laughs) (laughs)
2: that's
1: awesome okay Uh, everyone go download feathers uh,
5: even the mix i believe uh i can't say that for a fact but i'm pretty sure even the mix that we had that was our rough mix when we tracked it is the mix on the record
2: and and very quickly uh the band finishes that song and our chris and rich robinson like dude that was the take or were you saying it or was everyone everybody
5: usually everybody you really everybody really feels it you know and you know it's one of those things even if everybody knows it's the take and everyone's like that felt great let's go listen to that you know uh it might be one of those things where uh you know, the bass player will come in and say, oh, man, you know, we're going to have to fix this one right. thing or, right. you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, that's that's extremely rare. You try to go for that. right? That Here, here's another specific question that someone sent in. It's from Derek.
1: Subject is Stairway to Heaven. Uh, Hi, guys. I was wondering if Jim had an opinion on the recent accusation of Led Zeppelin plagiarizing the introduction from spirit song Taurus for use in Stairway to Heaven. With only so many musical notes and ways to play, there are bound to be songs that sound familiar. Everyone have a great day at the podcast. Okay, so
5: uh, I saw somebody's. Because uh, they watched the lawsuit, thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, by the way, I was a Spirit fan. I don't know if you guys ever. I never have no. been. <clears throat> they had a couple of really cool songs. In any event, uh, and that guy, Randy California, who wrote the song, who was one of the main guys in Spirit, really, uh, was brilliant. In any in any event, I heard the song that they're the Spirit song that they're talking about, and you know I you could kind of say okay I see what happened, but what I didn't know was apparently I don't know if Zeppelin was opening for Spirit or Spirit I think Spirit was opening
1: for Zeppelin for Zeppelin
5: but they were on tour together, and I think Spirit was playing that song, Hmm. and then the next time. Oh, no. You know, the next record, Zeppelin comes out with this Stairway to Heaven. That doesn't and sound good. When you, when you hear the two like that, and you're going, F- these guys heard this song every single night when yeah. they were on tour. Wow. Th- it's pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Now, but, but, but I still don't think it's a, a direct ripoff, but there's certainly an incredible and maybe influence. And maybe this has
2: been answered, but why has it taken... Good question. Yeah, it's 50 a good qu- years. I know, exactly. Right? I mean, I get it. If, if you they hear win this, they get millions. But like, yeah. But, but like, Ra- Ray Parker Jr. got sued right away by Huey
5: Lewis for, yeah, for, Ghostbusters. for yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah, For Ghostbusters. Huey right. heard
2: that and was like, hey, f- you, Ray yeah. Parker Jr. <laughs> yeah. All right, no. f- you and your Ghostbusters song. I'm <laughs> right. going to make some money off Right. That. So... Uh, well that was
5: like uh recently what the lady gaga song that was like the madonna song and i don't know necessarily i don't think madonna sued her or asked for anything but you know at one point in social media she was kind of going wow that sounds familiar yeah but i i don't think they ever took it anywhere or you know got Accusational, but
1: once a day you hear a song on the radio where you're like, "That sounds eerily oh, sure. similar to something else." So how this- can
5: it not? Yeah. There's yeah. only so many chords. Yeah. There's only so many licks.
2: So many licks. Yeah,
5: it's kind of like how you know.
2: And it's amazing. It actually doesn't happen more.
5: I agree, and and totally. not
2: on purpose. Just take but it. Yeah. but don't Lick. musicians
5: admit like everyone steals from everyone? Essentially, uh, uh, yeah, and and I think that's. um that's part of it. You know what I mean? There's only so many chords. There's only so many notes, and there's only so many ways to put them together. And
2: everybody should just write a check to Chuck Berry every month, <laughs> I and know then the, it'll I cover everything, like right? That. But
1: what what about like uh, Tiesto and Calvin Harris? All those, if you played them all back to back, they'll probably sound the same.
2: Especially if you're on the drugs.
5: Yeah, if you you go to the Sahara tent at Coachella (laughs) this coming weekend, (laughs) you'll definitely say that. I know a guy. You can spend there for three days, (laughs) and you'll go, oh, yeah. I I may not come back a lot. So,
1: yeah, we'll get a Coachella. We have to... Call it a short podcast this week, but we'll get
0: a Coachella update next week. Yes yeah, I'll, right. I'll have that and uh, maybe Jay Yola uh, on Fox Sports Live Snapchat you'll give us a behind the scenes of Coachella. They follow us on Snapchat. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> or just for like a couple hours in the morning Ooh. when you're having breakfast? Yeah, maybe
2: maybe when I'm driving to the event. Perfect.
4: <laughs> yeah, some, some scenic.
2: <laughs> yeah, just the desert itself. And uh, we'll see. We'll we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll, go, sure. we'll negotiate. <laughs> but it will be fun. I'm looking forward. To uh, it. And great I'm looking to be back. Looking forward to Jim being there. He's
1: and be there. make sure you subscribe to the Fox Sports Live podcast as well. Yes. We do it every single day.
2: That's right. Every single day. We'll do one uh, today on and, Google play as well We're oh, up yeah. on google play. Yeah. rich cook thank you very much google uh, play google yeah play. Hey, tell us Good all about for this, android rich. users all right so google play just launched podcast now it's available on the web and it'll be available on the phone app in the next couple of days hopefully so fox sports live podcast this podcast as well go subscribe on google play especially if you're an android user beautiful so so if you like the max you got the itunes or If you like the the Android, your Google Play. It's perfect. Everybody's happy.
0: That's right. And review us on iTunes. And rate Rate us. Give us numbers. Yeah. Good numbers. That'd be perfect.
2: And send tweets to uh, TSN and Sportsnet. Hey. We just love you so much Up there in Canada yeah, We want to yeah. be back On your televisions Yeah we don't want to Just be in your ears We want to be in your eyes
1: You'll yeah. have a fun time Joining me here <laughs> That
2: came out wrong <laughs> okay. We don't just want To be in your ears We want to be in your eyes Can that be the new slogan For the
0: podcast?
5: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. My erections have returned <laughs> uh, uh, Now I we gotta-,
1: gotta go to a f- Meeting. Can Just I, spray uh,
5: it everywhere,
1: <laughs>
0: That's
5: right. That's in a spice of meatball. Let it fly, my friend. <laughs> I have to
2: say, I'm kind of disappointed how few uh, notifications have gone off So I figured you. it out. Oh.
0: I turned my volume off my whole entire computer, and then I turned the volume on right before I hit a... There you go. <laughs> but I don't know if that's the solution. <laughs> that
2: seems very labor-intensive. That seems, yeah. yeah. All right, well, that worked for Fire now.
1: Fire off a couple right now. So, so long, my time th- eating. why off? not A? Fire. Excuse me, b****.
2: I don't know who that
1: is.
0: F- so,
2: Fire off a no. couple right now. So, the Dano Tool <laughs>
0: Store. Rich Rich had an idea to get some funny internet drops. yeah. could
3: be a crackhead. What the
0: f? I like turtles. Ain't nobody got time for that. What y'all looking at? Excuse me? What? I like turtles. I could be a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> I
2: Oh, no, those are all capers, Could be rich. a
0: crackhead.
2: <laughs> those are all You guys all actually have to watch the YouTube videos where these came from. they 10 times. You all look
1: at that? Ain't nobody got time for that. Excuse
5: me? I like turtles. I like turtles. Oh, my yeah. God. Could be a crackhead.
2: Uh, well, if you like all turtles right. on crack, keep listening
3: to
4: this <laughs> podcast.
1: And hey, we'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next so week. long. Oh, my
3: diet up.